Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. While you remain standing, would you open your Bibles with me to the book of Acts, chapter number 1. The book of Acts... Chapter number one and verse number eight. Acts one, verse eight. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. Father, thank you so much for your the move of your spirit, the sweet uh, Holy Spirit move in this place that we have encountered already. And Lord, we thank you for your power. We thank you for the power that you give us, Lord, uh, the power to become the sons of God, the power, amen, to live for you, the power to resist the enemy. Amen. The power, oh Lord, to stand fast for what's right in this world, Lord. The power, amen, to serve you every day. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I want to preach on the subject we've got the power we've got the power there are a lot of powerful things and a lot of powerful people in this world amen and on this earth and if we're not careful we can be caught up in celebrity and, and we can be caught up in like this and that and wow look at that there's a billionaire over there wow that's a powerful person man look at that there's the strongest man on the earth and oh wow and it's all interesting and it's great and it has its place amen but sometimes some of these things can intimidate us they can run rough shot over us amen and cause us to shrink back and and not fulfill the purpose for which god has placed us on this earth amen we are serving the only true god and creator of heaven and earth Amen. And when we talk about power, that's where the power is. The power, all good power, all massive power comes from God. Amen. There is nothing on this earth that has anything over God and God's church and God's people. Amen. Oh, there's things that huff and puff and try to blow the house down. Amen. And there's weather patterns and there's earthquakes and and there's uh, all kinds of tsunamis and hurricanes and all those are powerful. Amen. But God spoke it all into existence. Amen. Amen. God is the most powerful thing. So let's not let things in this earth, whether it be the enemy of our soul or anything else, or people try to intimidate us, we have power, amen, to overcome whatever needs to happen. Remember what the Bible says in Acts 7.49, heaven is my throne and earth, the earth is my footstool, saith the Lord. 
You talk about, hey, God's just kicking up his feet on the earth. Amen. That's how big he is. Amen. And now he's so big that that's just a metaphor. That's just to give us a slight idea of how big and powerful he is. He's kicking up his feet, so to speak, on the earth. Amen. I'd like to see anybody else try to do that. Praise God. Revelation 1.8. He said, I am Alpha and Omega. That's the A and the Z, so to speak. Amen. In the, he, in the Greek alphabet, I'm the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Amen. Amen. The Bible says he is the Almighty. Singular, there's only one. Praise God. 57 times in the Bible, God is referred to as the Almighty. Now, there are many that are considered mighty. Amen. But only one can be the Almighty, and that's Jesus Christ. That's God Almighty. Amen. And we're serving Him. And He's got all the power. And He's given the power, some power to us too. Praise God. Revelation 19.6 And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thundering saying Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Praise God. He is almighty and he is omnipotent which means all powerful. Praise God. And there can only be one all powerful one. Amen. There are some that have delegated power. Amen. Satan has delegated power. God for some that has allowed him to keep some of his power. Amen. For his plan, we don't understand it all. But the, the demons still have some delegated power. And people on this earth have delegated power. Even people that totally go against God. Even kingdoms and countries. Amen. That are atheistic in nature. Amen. God still allows them. Amen. To rule and reign and whatever. Praise God. But it's all delegated. God allows it. And it comes from him. Praise God. There's only one all-powerful one. 1 Timothy 6.15, which in his times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There's a lot of kings, but there's only one King of kings. There's a lot of lords, but there's only one Lord of lords. He is the only potentate. And he's blessed. A potentate is a ruler of great authority. Amen. And he's the only true potentate. See, all power is delegated. It's delegated by God. So we don't need to worry if God can take it away as easy as they have it right now. Someone that has power over you or thinking they have power over you, amen, and then you kind of like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Amen. You go to the one that has the power and say, God, you've got to help me with this person. They think their power is greater than the power that I have. Amen. And God will do something about it. Praise God. Psalm 75, 7 said, God is the judge. He put it down one and he set it up another. Amen. God is the one. He's in charge. Hallelujah. And it's all a matter of time. It's all going to be set in stone. Amen. Someday God's going to take everything into consideration. He's going to handle it all. You just hang in there and you just hang in with his power. Revelation 3, 7. The Bible said, He that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth 
and no man openeth. Praise God. People think they have the power of doors in your life, but God's the one that opens, and God's the one that shuts, and God's the one that makes room for your gifts. Amen. So you hang with God, and don't listen to these people or these situations that say, look, you better do what I say, or you're not going to get anywhere in life. Oh, no. God is the one that promotes me. God is the one that takes me up. He told me, he gave me a promise, if you're faithful to the few things that I give you, I'll make you ruler over many. I got the power, he said. Amen. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar found that out. He was king of Babylon. When Babylon was the world power at the time, there was nobody, amen, that was greater than Babylon at the time. They had conquered the known world. Amen. And Nebuchadnezzar stepped out on his, on his palace balcony one day, and he said, look what I've done. That was the wrong thing to say. And God said, oh, really? You did this? And he goes, okay. Well, I'm going to show you who has the power. And he was a powerful king. There's no doubt about it. But see, God gave him his power, even though he was a heathen king. Even though he took God's people captive for 70 years. God allowed him to do that. Amen. And gave him the power. And so he told He said, okay, you thought you were, you were all that. You thought you did it all yourself. Now you're going to see. Amen. And for the next seven years, God made him go crazy. And he went out and eat. He liked to act like an animal. He went out and ate grass like an animal. His hair grew, amen, like fur. His nails grew like claws. And they went out and they said, hey, does anybody, uh, is it time to feed the king? So we got to go out and feed the king. He's out there seven years, you know. And, and the kingdom wasn't taken away from him. It still stayed in place. Amen. And then after seven years, God, he woke up and he got up and he goes, man, I need a hamburger or something. You know, I mean, I need a... Something like, you know, some Babylonian french fries, or I need something of these, this grass. And somebody cut my nails, cut my hair, shaved, you know, whatever. And he got his mind back, and you know what he did? He said, oh, blessed be God in heaven. He's the Almighty. He's the one. He got an attitude adjustment. Amen. When some people feel get too big for their britches, they might be out eating grass in tomorrow, so they got to be careful. Amen. That's why I say I'm not taking credit for nothing. I'm going to say by the grace of God, I am what I am. Amen. I appreciate you coming back to church and say, man, that was a good message, Pastor. And I don't just let it soak in. I say, well, thank God. God's good. Amen. It's God's anointing. I, I'd fall flat on my face if I didn't have his word, his anointing. Amen. Praise God. We're not going to take credit for God. No flesh should glory in his presence because he's almighty. You know, Pilate knew that. Remember, Pilate, he, you know, the, then, then we fast forward to Rome. Rome, Babylon fell, amen, to the, to the Medes and Persians. And the Medes and Persians fell to Alexander the Great and the Greeks. And then the Greeks fell to the Romans. And that's when they were in charge when Jesus was born. And the Romans were the world power. Amen. They were, they were unbeatable and unstoppable. And Pilate was the Roman governor that was over all of Galilee and Judea. And he had to be, he had to, Jesus had to be brought to him. Amen. Because the Jews couldn't kill Jesus without the permission of the Romans because the Rome was in charge. Amen. And Pilate was amazed that Jesus wouldn't say anything. Maybe he said, don't you know I have the power to crucify you? I have the power to set you free. And Jesus just looked at him calm as a cucumber and said, Thou couldest have no power at all against me except it were given thee from above. 
God gave you that power, buddy. And then Pilate started shaking in his boots, and his wife came in and said, Hey, I just had a bad dream. You better let me see what you better do with this guy. He tried to let him go, but the Jews wouldn't have it. Amen. Romans 13, 1 said, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. As much as we don't understand how it works and how, how evil power is allowed to go, it, it, God's going to do something with something. Amen. But I'm telling you, we got to understand this point. There's no power but of God, and the powers that be are ordained of God. Amen. And He's the one that has all the source of the power, and so you got power into him you're going to be okay there's no power that can knock you off your Christian walk amen when you're plugged into Jesus he has the power of the breath of, of life the power of life the power of breath amen there was one service that happened year, many years ago a young man that had was doubting God and was there was a lot of things in his life that you know God needed to show him personally, and also I believe the church just needed to hear a message in general about the power of God. Amen. And so this young man, God used this young man to not only give him a message directly to him, but also to the whole church. And in the middle of the church service, amen, this young man stopped. He started gasping for breath. <gasps> Like he couldn't breathe. He was just like doubling over. And the people around him like, what's going on here? Oh my goodness, we got to call 911. What's that? I think this was before 911. This is how long ago it was. It was a long time ago. No cell phones, whatever. Amen. And they gathered around. They started praying. Amen. And they, you know, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, he got quiet in there. And he went, <sighs> and he breathed. And then somebody over in the congregation gave a prophetic utterance and said, Thus saith the Lord, I hold your very next breath in my hand. Serve me. I have the power. And that message was for that young man that he was going through some things and he was about to do something he shouldn't have done and that snapped him out of it and the whole church got a message. Praise! I'm telling you folks, people take it for, take it for granted that you take your next breath. Well, it's just biological. It's just I've always breathed and all that stuff. Oh yeah? Well, I wouldn't trust God. Okay, God, let's give it to me. I dare you. No, I wouldn't do that. Amen. Praise God. He's got the power. When Jesus came on the scene he was the old testament god in the visible form of a man and he had the same authority and the same power and attributes of the almighty god amen he said when you see me you see the father he said i my father of one praise god amen he said so many things praise god hallelujah he he, he just let him know that he was god manifest in the flesh Praise God. And the church was built on that revelation. The book of Colossians chapter 2 said, Beware, in verse 8, Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in Him, talking about Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. Jesus is the head of all principality and power. Now notice the Bible said that in him dwelt 
dwells all the fullness, verse 9, of the Godhead bodily. And so really the question is, is Jesus in the Godhead or is the Godhead in Jesus? Amen. And I'm here to tell you the Godhead is in Jesus. Praise God. He is not one of three in a Godhead. He, the entire Godhead, the entire thing, the characteristics and power and authority of God dwells bodily inside the man Christ Jesus. He had the full power of God. Amen. Praise God. You know, it did not take people long to see when he started his earthly ministry when he was 30 years old that he was very different than the religious leaders that, were, that they were used to hearing in the synagogue. The scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the elders, and so forth. Amen. When they spoke, it was, it was okay. When they spoke, you know, it was the Word of God, but it was just, it was kind of like, you know, it wasn't coming through clear. It was like not genuine, and, and there was kind of dry, and then things weren't really happening. Amen. Praise God. But when he, they, they were used to hearing this whole thing that they're falling asleep in church, and not, not really getting anything out of it. Amen. But when he came on the scene, when he began to speak, when he began to teach and preach, amen, when he began to get into action, praise God, people were all excited. That's why he got a huge following. And that's why all these religious leaders were jealous of him and wanted to get him out of the way. He was breaking up their little, nice little thing they had going. Mark chapter 1 verse 22, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. Luke 4.32, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Amen. It doesn't mean he just he spoke loud and boisterous. It doesn't mean he raised his voice necessarily. That power means there was power backing up his word. There was miracles that confirmed his word. When he was when he would speak, something would happen. Oh, sounds like the Genesis chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. And darkness was trying to avoid uh, in the void of the of the deep. And the Bible said that God said, "Let there be light." And there was some power that happened after God spoke. Well, this same God, amen, dwelt bodily in Jesus Christ. And when he spoke, things happened too. Praise God. He spoke with great confidence and authority. He spoke like someone that knew what he was talking about and backed up his words with the miraculous. Matthew 8, 27 said that, but the men marveled saying, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Remember when he, we, he calmed this, the sea, amen, when they were on the boat and the boat was ready to sink. Luke 4, 36, they were all amazed and spake among themselves saying, what a word is this? For with authority and power, he commanded the unclean spirits and they come out. Amen. It was never seen before. You don't read anything in the Old Testament about demons being cast out because they were just entrenched and they weren't going nowhere. But then God and manifest and flesh comes on the scene and says, Get out, get out, get out. I created him. I created her. It's not you're not supposed to be in there. I'm supposed to be in there. Get out of his heart. Get out of his soul. And you know what? They didn't, they didn't go. They didn't say, I'm not going nowhere. They said, yes, sir, we're going. They couldn't have any power to stop him because he created them and he could squash them like a bug. He said, get out, get out, get out, get out. Amen. 
then see Jesus delegating his power to his apostles. Matthew 10, verse 1, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now, everybody say, that's us. You say, well, wait a minute, that was the 12 hand-picked apostles. I know, but you know, they started a church, and they handed that church down, and everybody's passing the baton to the next runner, amen, until we get to 2019, amen, and we got the baton passed to us, and it's the same church with the same God, with the same power, and the same ability. We've got the power in the church. Amen. We got the power. He, he gave him power against unclean spirits and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And it's still available to us today. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I give you power. I give you power. Notice he's given us power, folks. We don't need to take the tuck head. We don't need to say, oh, no, we're going to fight, fight this thing. Oh, I don't know. We're not going to withstand this. Oh, no, we got the power enough from the one. He's still got the power. He's still the source of power. That's why we got to have the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's why we got to pray. That's why we got to stand with the whole armor of God and the weapons that He gave us. We don't have power in ourselves, it's His power. John 14, 12, notice that Jesus said, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Amen. He goes, you know what? I, I, you've done great works and I've delegated, but I'm going away. And I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit, which is really me in spirit form to live inside your hearts. And you're going to do greater works. You know why? Amen. Not greater in, in ability because how can you top raising the dead? How can you top uh, casting out devils and doing that? He said greater in number because he was one Jesus when he was here. But now you send the Spirit back into thousands and millions of people called the church. And they're all out there believing and casting out devils and laying hands on the sick. Greater work shall you do. It was supposed to be passed down. We were supposed to continue. We were supposed to be bold enough and courageous enough to do the same thing. He then completed his mission and died, was buried, and rose again. Before his ascension, his, he appeared unto his apostles and gave them those awesome words, amen, that we find in Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He's got all power. And the next three words in verse 19, Go ye therefore, because I got all the power. Amen. I'm going to give you some of my body, my church, my people. Go and teach. Go and preach. Go and baptize. Go and make disciples. Amen. Go out there and you're not going to, you're going to have a fighting. You're going to have the devil withstanding you. He's not going to want people to be saved. He's not going to want things cast out. He's not, he's going to want his little kingdom not uh, disrupted. But I'm going to tell you, you go. Amen. Because upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you power. I'll give you power. He allows us to use His power to build His kingdom, His body, which is the church on this earth. 
You know, there are a lot of voices out there claiming to have the truth in the right way when it comes to God. God will back up those that preach the truth and show the right way with the power of the miraculous. Amen. That's God's way of saying amen. You know what the word amen means? It's like putting an exclamation point at the end of a sentence. It means it is so. When you say, you say amen, you mean I believe what I just prayed. Amen. It is so. It's going to happen. I agree. And when God says amen... Amen. It is so. God will always confirm His Word. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Believers should be doing that. Amen. Verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. God works with us, folks. Amen. Confirming the word with signs and wonders. Our signs following. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are these signs following us? Amen. Are these signs following us? They need to be. Praise God. We need to get to the place. Praise God that these become commonplace in our church, in our walk with God. Amen. Because we're going to shine bright and the darkness isn't going to like it. But we're going to have the power to say, you know what? I'm not backing up. I'm moving forward. Praise God. God's getting ready to wrap this up someday down in the not too distant future. And we've got we've to get more courageous and bold as Christians. Amen. Even though it seems like the world is going the opposite way. Amen. We're not going that way. We're going to stay with God because he's got all the power. The Antichrist is going to have power delegated by the devil who gets it delegated by God and that was God's plan but that's not power against us. God gives us more power than that. Amen. Luke 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. To receive this power, to back up God's word in our life, we need to receive the promise of the Father, folks. That's the baptism of the Holy Ghost in our life. Amen. Being born of water and spirit, we got to be born again. Amen. That's the promise of the Father, which is being endued with power from on high. Amen. And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes on you. That's what our text verse said. And there's no power on this earth like the power of the Holy Ghost dwelling in the hearts of people. Power to pray in the Spirit. Power to understand the Word of God. Amen. Power, amen, to fight against spiritual darkness. Praise God. Power to stand fast and do the will of God. Power to love enemies. Amen. Praise God. Paul let us know that the words of man's intellect and wisdom will not cut it. Praise God. That's why you're not going to find me. Amen. I'm not, uh, I don't consider myself eloquent and all that kind of stuff. Where I get up here, <coughs> you know, and uh, hello, everybody. And Well, that's kind of an Australian accent, but anyway. You know, and and, and, you know, if I had some, like, you know, New England, Northeastern accent of aristocratic, and, and I was explaining all these big, you know, 50-syllable words and telling you all about God, you'd be going, oh, that's some wild talk. I don't know anything what he's saying, but it sounds good. Big words. I'll go look them up later, maybe, and believe to get the podcast, but I have no idea what he's saying. No, amen, I just get the word of God, and I'll just preach to you. I want the kids to understand what I'm saying. Amen, I want everybody to understand what I'm saying. Praise God. 
God. Hallelujah. Because it's not with the words of man's intellect. It's not how good I talk. It's with God's power. That's why people are leaving certain religious groups in droves because they're not getting any power. They're not getting any miracles. They're not getting any confirmation. Amen. It's just dead and dull. Praise God. But God wants us to have spirit and life. 1 Corinthians 2, 4, in my speech, Paul said, and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in a demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 1 Corinthians 4.20 For the kingdom of God is not in word but in power. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 1.5 Amen. For our gospel came not unto you in word only but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance as you know what manner of men we are among you for your sake. Amen. So wherever Paul went that's why he got arrested that's why he got beaten and left for dead. That's why he, you know he, he you know even so-called false brethren, amen, uh, you know tried to take him down because he wasn't just going in there. Oh, hey, how you doing? I'm just gonna give you a little patty cake sermon and just scratch your ears a little bit, and you guys go home and you feel like you went to church, and I put my time in, and I can feel my conscience is eased up or whatever, but that's not what church is all about, amen, it's coming in here, amen, and hearing from God, and feeling from God, and seeing from God, amen, as God confirms His Word, amen. See, the power of God will change your life like no other. The power of God will provide complete deliverance from drug and alcohol addiction. I'm talking about complete deliverance. I've told you the story. I'm not going to get into it. But uh, there was uh, one young man over at another church I used to go to. And right before our evening service, we went out past flyers. And we just put together a flyer that, you know, just, just about to what God can do. And one of the things on there said, complete deliverance from drugs and alcohol addiction. And this, this man, uh, he, young man, he looked and he was high as a kite sitting on the hood of his car in the Taco Bell parking lot. And he was reading this and he said, man, you said complete deliverance. Do you, you mean it? I go, yeah, that building right there, 6 p.m., 20 minutes from now. Come on over. And he came over and he gave his life to God and he testifies of that all the time. He said that, that uh, when I saw that God had the power to completely deliver me from my drug problem, amen, I knew that it was real. Amen. The power of God will break any chain of bondage. You see, folks, we got the power in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Or we can say it like this. I poder in el Espíritu Santo. Amen. We got the power in the blood of Jesus. We can say it like this. I poder in la sangre de Jesús. All right. We got the power in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. We got the power from God. It's in His Spirit. It's in His name. It's in His God. It's in His Word. Hallelujah. Oh, let's stand. Let's stand. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. 
and may God bless you.